now that I have two kids and I'm doing this kind of part-time, I am I'm a beast. I can sit down at the computer. I drop my kid off. I could sit down at the computer and just for four hours straight, just plow through stuff and not even like take a break because I have to. Creating art and a well-balanced family life at the same time can often be a struggle. That's why I'm devoted to capturing the stories of different types of artists who are parents and learn how they balance their work and the demands of parenting. If nothing else, by hearing the soundtrack of one another's lives, we know we are in this together. I'm your host, Liz Paul, and you're listening to Life Soundtrack, the podcast. In this episode, I talk with Emmy Award-winning video editor, producer, and filmmaker, Melissa Salpietra. Based in Charlotte, North Carolina, we talk with Melissa on the phone about filmmaking, discovering her creative process, and of course, parenting. Today we're talking to Emmy Award-winning multimedia content producer, which really, okay, what do you call yourself? I'm a video editor. That's what I call myself. Yeah. I I do, you know, I kind of got to it in a roundabout way, but video editing is where I've landed. Mm-hmm. And I can, I can do the other stuff kind of, you know, pro- producing and directing and all that kind of stuff. Um, but if given a choice... I would be video editing full-time. Your career is more of a science-oriented filmmaking career. Would you say that? Yeah, it has been. That's kind of how I got where I am, but I'm kind of going off that track pretty fast Um, because right now I'm freelance, so I will take what I can get. And if I can get science stuff, I have a pretty hefty, you know, resume of science content that I've worked on. And um, that's that's where my passion is. That's where I my I don't <laughs> say it like my roots are, but you know, education wise, that's kind of what I you know that was my degree, and mm-hmm. I worked in the science, I worked in the science field, I worked in the sciences, I worked at the universities, and I I loved it. And then I was like, you know, always struggling though with the artistic side of me, the creative side of my you know, kind of where I lean. So I've been um, kind of trying to marry the two as much as I can. And there was a point in time where I was doing just that, just kind of science content. And now um, that I'm kind of a work for hire, I I do commercials, I'll do um, documentaries, uh, narrative, like feature films, anything that anybody's willing to throw at me. I'm kind of in that state now where I'm like, all right, I'm ready to learn something new. Yeah. Well, so I read a quote, a quote recently um, that you said about yourself, and I want you to expound on this a little bit. You say, video editing as an art form is exactly who I am as a person. Yeah. Yeah. What does that mean to you? Um, it's very problem-solving oriented. It's very, it's a, very much a, pu- a puzzle. So, you know, you go into a project and you're given footage and it's a matter of crafting a story from that footage and and sometimes it's not easy sometimes it's not straightforward sometimes you have to work with literally what you have i don't want to say working with what you have because some of the stuff is amazing but it's it's trying to tease out a story along with some emotions on a timeline Mm -hmm. you know so it's like a it's like logical and creative at the same time Mm -hmm. so that's how i that's how i've always seen myself it's that kind of like 
it's that creative, um, it's not like a creative expression, it's creative problem solving. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a, a yeah. So that's, I, it's, it's combines the science and the art that's inside mm-hmm. my brain. That's how my brain works. So it combines that into a, a communication, a form of communication. Yeah, that's great. So can you talk a little bit about, um, you know, you are essentially in, you know, sort of in your training, a filmmaker. Um, you know, you did uh, Le Cafard as a student, and you also did um, Longfin uh, as an independent production as a filmmaker. I mean, that's a big slice of sort of your training and your background. How does actually being a filmmaker and making everything, you know, from uh, shooting it to editing it, directing it, all of those things, how does that roll into where you are now in your career? I would say, you know, back when I was switching from science to art in after college. It was a lot of imagining myself um, doing it all. You know, I, I kind of had the producer hat on and I wanted to be the one to come up with the idea and be the one to uh, write it and be the one to go shoot it and be the one to go edit it and be the one to like live in all the glory that is the film. And I, I did that. We did that. You know, I did that for my first film when I was just kind of tooling around in Austin. Um, I did that for Longfin, uh, which was my postgraduate degree diploma film. Um, I kind of went from that, from kind of doing it all to being a cog uh, with my first job. I was, you know, this big production company and I was this little peon intern and, you know, you realize, like, I just came from doing everything myself mm-hmm. uh, with my film partner. Like, we were out in the field. We were logging the tapes. We were putting it together. We were, you know, doing the scratch, every the scratch voiceover, everything. And, you know, to be a cog in, the, in, in a giant kind of company like that, it was really eye-opening. It was, it was a good experience. Um, but it, it got me out of that zone, I guess, that kind of like I can do it all zone. And I f- fell into video editing because that was part of my job. And I realized like as I was going about it, I was like, this is actually really comfortable. This, this is something that I can do very easily because, um, you know, when you're, you're coming out of I don't know, graduate school, and you are doing everything yourself. It was it was a shock to kind of get into the real world where you're not a student and people aren't kind of like supporting you and allowing you to borrow their gear and all that stuff. To, it just seemed very daunting to try to do everything. So I kind of landed on video editing, and I've been there ever since. And to be honest, I've made I've made my career out of it. You know, I've been able to work as a working video editor since I kind of came out of that company. Um, You know, sometimes it's been full-time, sometimes it's part-time. Now, especially since I have kids, I've kind of had to do the part-time thing. But there was a point where I was, you know, that was what I was doing. I wasn't doing it, you know, doing my art form at night when, you know, I had a full-time job at a bank and I had to come home and I had to express myself creatively in the evenings. Like I was, I've been doing it since then. You're based in Charlotte, North Carolina. Correct. 
And so you recently um, were awarded an Arts and Science um, Creative Renewal Fellowship? Yeah, from um, the Charlotte Arts and Science Council. Yeah, it's a... that is pretty cool and it's something completely out of my wheelhouse in terms of I applied you know I'm a I'm I'm a post-production person usually so that means I kind of do everything at the end of the process or I'm at least involved at the end of the process but um, I applied for a creative renewal fellowship where I wanted to I wanted to basically study script writing so um you know i've i've script i've written scripts before but they've all been science based they've all been facts and figures little explainer videos or documentaries so nothing where i've had to create a character from scratch and kind of roll with you know wherever the story takes you so i'm i'm dabbling in that currently that's wonderful so do you feel do you want to diverge from science based filmmaking so science based filmmaking is kind of where i got started um, but I, you know, I think in, at least in my career, since I am freelance and since I'm not at the very beginning of things a lot lately, it doesn't mean it can't change, but lately I'm, I'm kind of in that post-production world. Um, I have, I've had to branch out, um, into commercials and to corporate stuff and the promotions and PR and, um, and one of the places where actually there there is really no money, but it's a huge kind of like learning curve for me is narrative film, um, and it's it's super interesting because it's um, it's just a whole world that I've never kind of I haven't been in in terms of filmmaking, and you know, but I've always loved the movies. I've always, you know. I don't know if I have I don't know if I have aspirations to be a narrative editor, but it's it's a ton of fun, and I'm not going to rule it out. Um, so, you know, I I uh, I've been doing it since I've been here in Charlotte because there's a really great community here that kind of works around that narrative film side of things, and I've had the opportunity to do it, and I I really like it. <laughs> so. Um, the editing side of things, um, the idea storytelling side of things, I, you know, that's kind of what this renewal fellowship is for. This creative renewal fellowship is kind of um, discovering how it it really works. So you mentioned your kids. Um, you have two boys, Elliot and Wesley, mm-hmm. and they're two and five. And almost five, yeah. Almost five. Yeah. And do you feel like parenting and becoming a parent has sort of honed in your focus on those things? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like, it, you know, at least for me, being a parent drowns out. It, it hyper-focuses you on what you need. Yeah, I kind of feel like um, I, am, I have to be super efficient. Now that I have two kids and I'm doing this kind of part-time, I am, I'm a beast. I can sit down at the computer. I drop my kid off. I could sit down at the computer and just for four hours straight, just plow through stuff and not even like take a break because I have to, 
You know, it's just one of those things. It's like I don't have that eight hour plus day to, you know, look up some news stories and do some online shopping. And, you know, it's like I sit down and I'm working and it it's and then when I'm not, I'm not. And I don't even I, I, I sometimes struggle switching between the two working and not working because there's that 10 minute window where I'm like, OK, I'm done pack it up. I got to go pick up my kid. And I'm still switching over from work to mom is, is hard. And there's days, months, weeks that it's like, I personally struggle with it a lot. Um, but it, it has, it has forced me to hyper-focus on what I need to do and to kind of creatively make decisions and just go with it. Because I don't have time to mull it over. I don't have time to be hesitant. I don't have... I know creative people are different. <sighs> Their creativity comes in different ways. And I feel like I have struggled until I was like 30, 30, I think, figuring out how I worked, figuring out how I, as a, as a person, like could be productive you know, without freaking out or getting, you know, getting weird about, oh, I don't know if I could do it. And, you know, I, I struggled a lot because I would start a project and I would just feel horrible. I would be depressed. I couldn't do it. It was always like I couldn't get myself started. And which is odd because in any other circumstance, I am like a go, go, go person. But it, when it came to something of my own creation, I was always super hesitant and scared and depressed and down about it all and then it wasn't till I was about 30 years old and thank god it happened before I had kids when I figured out how I work and once I figured that out it was like oh my god this is my creative process I, I start a project and for like two days I'm depressed and then by the third day once I've mulled it over in my head and thought about it and you know figured it out like solved the problem then I'm like off to the races then I'm just you know as go 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 go. I think that's fascinating so you say you figured yourself out does that mean just your work process or you, you figured your whole self out? No my work process. Like how I creatively, how I creatively go, what, what my hangups are, what my creative hangups are. Um, because, you know, t somebody gives you, at least for me, this is like, you know, the timeline. It's like, I get a job, somebody gives me the footage, tells me to make something. I have, I have like a blank slate and a bunch of pieces to put together. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I don't know, you know, what sort of pacing, what sort of style, what sort of whatever. I, you know, it, it's, I have to kind of think about it for a, a, for a while. I can't just go. It's not something where I just like, I'm like, okay, bam, there, I got it, you know. Um, so I have to think about it. And I've figured out that, in the act of thinking and the act of like mulling something over. And this is completely based. I read an article in the New York times and was like, Holy, Oh my God, this is, this is what I do. I get depressed and I think it over and I mull it over and I obsess about it and I'm up at night thinking about it. And then once I figure it out, then I, it's just the creative 
force, just, you know, the dam bursts and I could just work 25 hours in a day if I had it and not stop and be totally jazzed. And that was something that I, that, uh, that, I guess that process of knowing myself enough to be like, all right, I'm going to start a job. See you in two days, TK, because I'm going to be useless. Or like, I'm going to start a job. So that means like, I'm going to feel pretty crappy for two days. So, you know, I will plan for that with kids. And you mentioned TK. TK is your husband. And what, you know, what role does does your partner have in, in sort of supporting you as an artist and a parent artist? I, I have to have space and time to create. And my husband is a giant part of that. Um, a giant part of that. You know, I, 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 and even just as a person, even if I'm, you know, not creating or whatever, you know, raising kids is a lot for me. It does, it doesn't come easy. It's, I, I'm not, you know, I wasn't born and raised wanting to be a kindergarten teacher or a pediatric, you know, and something. I, I'm, it's a foreign thing. It's very foreign. I didn't grow up around a lot of little kids. I didn't, you know, I had one younger sister, but, you know, I, so kids is a, is a, is an odd thing. And so figuring out how, um, you know, as a, as a person, as a woman, as a mom that, you know, you're going to be a, a huge part of that, of being able to do what I do and do it sanely is because of my husband creatively as well he knows he knows how i work so you are an emmy award winner can you tell us a little bit about that project that you won an emmy for so it was um a little informational science series called seasonal science uh with unc tv uh here in north carolina and um it was a, a just a short web-based um you know science series uh, explainer videos as they're kind of called now um yeah and so we we won the emmy in 2017 we had released uh released like nine episodes for season one and um yeah I'm, I, it was one of those things that you know it's funny i pitched the idea to them um and they threw out a budget and i was like yeah sure let's do it And then um, I was at that point like three months pregnant when I was like pitching the story to them. And so the entire time I'm like gestating this baby, (laughs) I'm coming up with this series idea and producing episodes. And I think I got three episodes done. My goal was to get three episodes done before uh, Wesley was born. And then he was born. I did that. He was born. And then I cranked out like six more episodes in his, the first six months of his life. Wow. And I don't know how I, I think that was the only thing I did um, at that time. So it was, it was nice to have that be like the thing that I could, you know, dabble in and have fun in. But I look back at it now and I'm like that the first six months of your second kids, like I was barely functioning. And yet somehow I like put together, I, I was the only part, I mean, I did the whole series myself, 
you know? So I researched it, I wrote it, I animated it, I, I was the voiceover, I did, you know, all the sound and whatever. And then they submitted it and, you know, it was like, we'll, we'll see where this goes. And it won the Mid-South Regional Emmy for the informational series. So I was like, what? Yeah, it, it, was, uh, it was pretty cool. Basically, like you mentioned before, you unleashed your beast. You you were just a beast. Like you got you you had your second baby, and you cranked out six more episodes of seasonal science. Yeah, imagine like you know at the desk eating as I'm pumping as I'm like trying to edit with one hand like that. Yeah. <laughs> While Elliot's napping. Yeah. Yeah. Right. All of that stuff. Right. Is ridiculous, yeah. But I think that was like the only thing I was trying to do, so that kind of, kind of made it doable. Well, let's not, yeah, not the only. You mean the only thing outside of raising two children? Yes, the only, <laughs> the only thing outside of having a six-month-old and a two and a half, two-year-old at that point, and you know, functioning as a human being and keeping them alive and fed, and yeah, and then winning an Emmy on top of all that. Yeah. That's great. Congratulations. Thank you so much for talking. This is awesome. So great. Anytime. You've been listening to an interview with filmmaker and video editor Melissa Salpietra. To find out more about Melissa, visit our website at www.lifes-soundtrack.com. Give us a rating on iTunes and subscribe to the Life Soundtrack Podcast.